Morning, everyone. Welcome to Friday and our final devotional for the week. Can't wait to hang with you guys on Sunday again. But uh, here we go with number five in the Beatitudes. And again, not the easiest Beatitude. I mean, sure, but these things, they look like such little pithy Hallmark card sayings on the surface. But actually, when you get into them, some serious life challenge in here. So today's the Beatitude in the Real Life series. Jesus says, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And I'd like to say this up front. This is not a God sticking a gun to our head and telling us that this is salvation by works. If you don't show mercy to others when you get to heaven, God won't show mercy to you and you. there's no salvation. It's not that at all. What Jesus is saying is that it's not possible for you to live a merciful life. Right? You won't be in that place unless you yourself have first been shown mercy. Right? Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. The reason you are merciful is because you have been shown mercy by God. And this is kind of how the Beatitudes build, that you can't, again, if you go back and where it talks about blessed are the poor in spirit, unless you've realized that you're poor in spirit and that we, like I've realized I'm poor in spirit and I need God, Right? I'm not going to be able to be full of mercy. I can do one or two mercy acts, but my life essentially is not going to be merciful. Right? There might be one or two moments of that. But for me to be truly merciful, I have to be fooled by God. And it's not possible for me to be fooled by God unless I first of all receive mercy from God. And so what he's saying is, God's saying is, it's beautiful. When you see the merciful, right? they'll be shown mercy. Like the reason when you see that in their lives, the reason you can see that in their lives is because this is what they will receive one day. And they know that to be true. And it's so important for us to understand that, that um, I myself will be shown mercy by God. And because I know that I'll be shown mercy by God, and therefore it's possible for me to extend mercy to others. So let's just jump into this quick. So what does mercy actually mean? And, and how do I live this out quickly? So mercy is a positional thing. What that means is, I am in a position to extend mercy when either I've been wronged or I see someone who's in a position that's worse off than me. I never mercy up. I always mercy down. So someone who's hurt me, I have an opportunity to act on something. Someone who is in a worse off position than me, I have an opportunity to act on something. And what Jesus is kind of saying to the um, the guys sitting on the side of the hill at the moment is, you want to act now. The Romans have got you. They've occupied you. You're feeling under pressure. And you want to be free. And the big question is, it's like bad boys, what are you going to do? That's the big question. What are you going to do? And Jesus says there's two options that you have here. Um, fascinating. When uh, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees in Matthew chapter 9, I love this text, verse 10. It says, while Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. It's like this haven with Jesus. When the disciples saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Verse 12, on hearing this, Jesus said, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. And that's big to tell the teachers of the law, you go and learn this. That's some big stuff he's saying there. Learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. And what had happened was that the Pharisees had got into this mechanical thing of, you know, this is the law. This is what you must do. This is, 
There was no taking people to God anymore, which was meant to be. The teachers of the law were meant to show people how the law revealed God to them. The, 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 God's plan always was that we would have a relationship with him. The righteous will live by faith like we see in Habakkuk. That was always God's plan. And what they'd done is they'd reduced faith or they'd reduced this um, journey with God to a set of strict rules. And it was very mechanical, almost robotic. And what Jesus was saying there is, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Mercy talks about a heart, right? Sacrifice talks about an action. And I think this is, this is the real issue that Jesus is getting to. He's looking at us and he's saying, is your heart alive? Is your heart still alive? Does your heart still beat? Do you still feel things? Because I think um, in Joburg, what, right across the world at the moment, there can be so much need and so much want and so much hurt and, and people offending us and people shafting us in business and doing us in and all this kind of stuff that's going on that we can become hard and bitter and angry and entitled in our hearts and we start to deal with people mechanically rather than still allowing people to move our hearts. And Jesus is challenging that he's saying, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. And mercy gets down to what, what is really going on in my heart before I act? Am I acting from my heart? Or am I just mechanically acting from previous experience or from previous hurt or um, from a wis- wisdom or advice from people rather than, first of all, allowing it to go through my heart? And to be able to extend mercy to others because I feel for them. I love what Jesus is saying here. He says, I haven't come. It's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. And to see it that when people let us down, people hurt us, when the government doesn't get it right, when um, leadership doesn't get it right around us, um, maybe those that are working for us, employees don't get it right, to understand that all humankind has this sickness called sin. All of us essentially are selfish. All of us essentially want our own way. And God's at work in us. If we have a relationship with him, obviously he's at work, busy changing us and transforming us. But we are going to let one another down. And to look and go, like a doctor does when he sees a sick person, he's not disgusted and, and is like, oh my God, sick. He understands that he's there to help them. And that's exactly what mercy is, to see those who, are, who maybe have hurt us, to see those who've let us down, and to react or to treat them or to um, act towards them, not mechanically like a robot, like the Pharisees where we just come in with the law and, and beat people up. But rather, and, and they were rightfully so to be able to do that. But rather to come in with a heart of mercy and to, and to say, how can I help? How can I extend mercy? Because as I extend mercy towards you, you'll understand and be able to extend mercy to others. And eventually what happens is my life becomes a signpost to God. I have received mercy from God. Therefore, I'm able to extend mercy to you. And one of the best ways I can reflect what I have with Jesus isn't by beating you over the head with my Bible and telling you how awful you are. But as I receive mercy, I'm able to extend mercy to you. Friends, this is incredibly hard. I don't think this is an easy one. But again, as we are poor in spirit and we go to God and we receive mercy for what we've done, we're able to extend mercy to others. Can I challenge us to be merciful, full of mercy, people? Allow God to soften up our hearts a little bit and that we can feel for others. And we can, when they, when they do struggle, when they do fall, when people are in a tricky place, when they've hurt us or whatever it is, that we're able to first of all stop and not take um, offense at what they've done to us so much, but to think a little bit about where they're at, perhaps why and how and um, how we can help. Anyway, that's Friday. Can't wait to hang with you guys this coming Sunday, and then we'll continue with the Beatitudes on Monday. Thanks for joining us.